Mom Training Podcast with Diana Ballard. Hey ladies, welcome to the Mom Training Podcast. Today we're going to talk about overwhelm and how we can get out of that cycle of being overwhelmed. And I'm really excited to introduce you to Corey Mogg. She is going to tell you her story. I, when I met her and talked to her, I was inspired by the way that she deals with her own life that is slightly hectic. And if you ever have a husband that travels for work or leaves a lot or isn't around a lot, you know that it can be really challenging as a mom to be able to run everything by yourself. So Corey, welcome to the show. And I'm, I'm excited to have you on here. Let's, let's have you tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, and thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so my name is Corey, and I um, run a blog called This Magnificent Life. And the way that sort of came about, um, back in 2019, I was a mom of two, and my husband worked out of state um, two weeks at a time in the oil field. And so I was just kind of wanting something um, like a hobby, you know, to keep that critical thinking going and just have something for myself. And it's been quite a, a journey from when it started in April of 2019 to now. And my passion is just talking about overwhelm because as a mom, I that's what we have, right? Is, is this daily dose of overwhelm. And, and now as a mom of three, um, it's, it's morphed again and my husband's job has changed. And, and so with that, um, you know, just really identifying ways that I can still feel productive and, and moving ahead instead of just being stuck in that constant cycle of the the overwhelming overwhelm, right? Where it's like, you can't even move forward because you don't even know where to start. So that's, that's how yeah. I got there. Well, and I mean, did you, did you kind of, when was your husband working in the oil industry? So he has been in the oil industry for gosh, about 12 years now. Wow. But, um, he moved to actually working out in the oil field in about when was that 2017? Um, our, our oldest was about six months old. And so I transitioned at that point from working full time, um, to becoming a stay at home mom, which was a dream of mine. And since then, um, he was out in the field working um, a hitch that's, that was two weeks on, so 15 days working and six days at home. And throughout that five years, um, first he started out where he could come home every single day, even though it was just come home, go to bed, get up again, and, and do the same work. Um, and then he started transitioning right after our middle was born to being out of town and then eventually out of state. We live in Oklahoma and he was working out in, in Louisiana and some various other places. Um, and then most recently, after our youngest was born, he transitioned yet again. And now this schedule is much more erratic. And so we don't know 
from hour to hour almost what his day is going to look like. And I, so that's my current struggle right now is, is dealing with um, that inconsistent schedule where he might be called up to go to North Dakota for a week. And that was an open-ended trip. And it's like, okay, so when do you think you're coming home? And, and how are we going to plan around all of this? And um, so it, it's been an interesting challenge um, with this new job. Wow. Well, and I, I can see why you're passionate about talking about overwhelm because I just recently experienced my husband going to boot camp and technical training and being gone for a while. And it's like, man, it really is rough when you're used to having a husband in the home and helping. And then all of a sudden he's gone and then he's back and then he's gone. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, whoa, like this is, you know, like I'm, you know, there's so many different styles of parenting and whatever, but all I know is for me is that the overwhelm definitely increased immensely when I was, you know, in that back and forth. So you have had that for so many years. So Mm -hmm. you, you were feeling overwhelmed and then like what I, I, I guess I know, I know. So Corey's going to be talking in mom training. Okay. Our next mom training session, um, that is going to be April 13th and she's going to go through some pillars of what she used for overwhelm, but you know, what, when was that point that you noticed like, oh my gosh, I got to do something about this. Like I'm feeling overwhelmed. Like, was there a point that was like that? Or like, I guess where, um, where did the, the passion come from? Right. So, um, sort of the, the middle between starting my business and now was talking about home management. And I just kind of, um, I, I love home management. I've always looked up to like uh, Martha Stewart. That's always, you know, I, I aspire to be her and whatever. But the more I started talking about it and thinking about it and building up my program and what I really am passionate about, it I realized that the home management is just a piece of that. What really, it's the everyday overwhelm that moms like me are feeling. And with social media, you know, as you were saying, there's so many different ways of parenting and that can range from, you know, very regimented schedules and between, you know, your, your kids are, are, you have every hour of the day planned on what to do with your kids. And then in between all of that, every hour you have some sort of household chore. And so that in itself, something like a schedule like that, I was looking at, it's like, oh my goodness, like just the intense pressure, just thinking about that. Um, And when you have this sort of cyclical, when he was working out of state on those hitches, that sort of cyclical three week, cycle and you're raising young kids routines you can't you can't create a sustainable routine with that because daddy comes home and then that changes everything and then you know all of the emotional um sort of fallout I guess from daddy having to leave again and so we'd finally sort of hit our stride about the middle of the hitch for the last of the you know those that last week and then he'd be home and and so it was like beating my head against a wall and, and being a stay-at-home mom, it, it's very easy 
to feel defeated because you don't get that validation or that that acknowledgement your your two-year-old doesn't know you're doing a good job mommy look at how clean the house is and you know you're you're doing all of these things right and then you have social media that's throwing up all of these images and and all of these aspirations and so you can easily start to to drown and and it's getting out of that cycle and just really starting to give yourself the grace to to live the life that you have not the life that even you you want to have you know you have to be grounded in that reality yeah wow that <clears throat> i uh, yeah that is a really hard situation that you have continued to have every <laughs> and i know it's changing but yes wow that's <laughs> that definitely could be overwhelming so thank you for sharing some of your story with us because i i just feel like that there are more moms that definitely relate Mm-hmm. to what your, um, your story is, maybe if it's not hundred percent similar, but there are definitely things that all of us feel that some of the things you express. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, I'd love to hear more about your expertise. Like let's talk a little bit about like what overwhelm looks like for a mom. So I think, uh, obviously it manifests differently for every person, but, the overwhelm is really the physical aspect of it is when you just start to, you have the endless to do's running through your head and, and you just kind of pepper in negative thought throughout that. Like, I, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. Um, I'll never get this done. I am just lousy at this. Why am I do- like, you know, you, you start to pepper in those negative thoughts as your to-do list is cycling through, um, maybe it gets a little bit hard to breathe. Maybe, you know, you just want to check out because you've got to create that silence in your brain at some point. Um, it, it can be outward expressions of even anger directed towards your kids or your spouse, um, that you weren't, um, meaning to act that way, but they just happen to be the straw, you know, that, that, what is it? The straw that broke the camel's back in that moment. And so that, that release of emotion, um, comes out whether you want it to or not, and you can try and regulate yourself, but you're still human. Right. Um, so different, you know, different things like that. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And I know for me, like, uh, the, the overwhelm, definitely like wanting to run away and do something, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, like the, the checking out, like I really dislike social media and being on my phone, but I mean, I find myself there sometimes just Mm -hmm. sometimes for hours and you don't even realize like by the time you hit that point of overwhelm, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't even take this anymore. Mm-hmm. You do things that you normally wouldn't do. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Like, and yeah, the, the anger outbursts and the, um, you know, just, just not being yourself or being angry at yourself or at the situation. Definitely. Um, so I guess like, 
what, what advice, I know you're going to talk in mom training and I'm really excited for your three pillars for overcoming overwhelm, but like, what advice would you tell a mom that is like feeling so overwhelmed right now that, that is, is just looking for something to help her almost get through the next day. What I always start with is giving yourself grace and really accepting to me, you have to accept the overwhelm. You have to accept those feelings and, and recognize and give yourself the space to feel that even if it's just for a minute. And then, um, you can do sort of a physical, um, I can't, I'm not thinking of the word, but where you, after you, you've let yourself feel those emotions, then you sort of take a deep breath, straighten your shoulders, lift your chin and really get yourself physically ready to tackle what's next. Um, and it's amazing the mindset shift that happens automatically when you start to put your body in the right posture. Um, but really just accepting, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now. I know that I have X amount of time until whatever it is that is overwhelming me has to be done. Um, and so I can only do what I can do. And when you keep reiterating that and, and, you know, your best is what your best is. And that might be different from Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday. And, and just really starting to accept that instead of putting all of this pressure on ourselves to, to be more than what is humanly possible. Cause as moms, that's what I think a lot of us strive for and why we're feeling so burnt out all the time and why we're in that constant state of overwhelm is because we set expectations for ourselves that are just unattainable. They're just not realistic. And so accepting what your limitations are and accepting that maybe you won't get everything done, but the world is still going to turn. Your kids are still going to love you. Your husband or your spouse is still going to be there for you. And, and life will continue on, even if you didn't get a chance to match the socks or, you know, to, to do the dishes in the sink or, or whatever it is. Okay. Well, here's my thought. I, I am the type of personality that like definitely puts too much pressure on myself. I'm just going to say like, I, you know, the expectations are high and when you're like, Oh, just, it's okay to let it go. Like there's something inside of me that's like, Oh no, don't do it. You know? So like, how do moms get over that? Like how, how do we get over the, the wanting to have everything in order and wanting to you know, be fun, but also be productive. And, and, you know, just like, there's so many things like, how do we get out of that mindset of like such tight expectations into like more of a acceptance, enjoying life mindset, pretty much I feel is the opposite of, of that. Yeah. So it takes a, a few different things. Um, it takes practice and you have to have, um, sort of like affirmations, but you have to have whatever it is that, that you can tell yourself, everything's going to be all right. Whatever the equivalent of that is for you, every, everything's going to be fine. Even if this doesn't happen. 
Um, but really what it boils down to is we have to start really at our foundation and that what are our priorities, what are our values, and we have to practice the art of saying no and the art of saying yes. And if we want to be a mom that is present and that does the fun activities with our kids or the outings or whatever, then we have to acknowledge the fact that, okay, if this is where my focus is going to be, that means I can't focus on something else. And that's okay. It's okay that that cannot be my focus. But you have to come to that, again, that acceptance. And you have to, maybe that's going to be conversations with your family or your spouse and where you, you really do start to be more intentional about where you're saying your yes and where you need to say your no in order to allow that yes. Well, and, you know, recently in my own life, I, I'm realizing that a lot of those yeses and nos actually affect me more than anything. So mm-hmm. me wanting to pull in like a new project or wanting to like, you know, do like this really fun thing with the kids, but it's like really involved or, you know, serving somebody, which is not bad, but I, you know, sometimes it can get mm-hmm. a little out of hand. Right. But like, when I try to, when I try to add more things to my list, it actually just hinders me a lot more than it does anybody else. And I think that that's a mindset that we're not necessarily taught as moms that, Hey, it's okay to think like, should I start this project right now? Cause what's it going to do for me and my emotions and my schedule and my stress level and make the decision you know, based a little bit off of that thought too, as well as like, well, it's going to be fun for everybody else. Like, have you seen that? Like, is that, is that kind of going in the right direction of like, we need to be thinking about our own needs as well. Like, or what are your thoughts on that? So I kind of, um, I've thought about it sort of from the opposite perspective, because right now there's this huge push. I feel like aimed at the people pleasers, right? Which I think moms sort of, whether we wanted to be or not, that's the space we inhibit because so many people rely on us, right? And I think I used the wrong, but anyway, um, and I am a people pleaser. I like pleasing people. I like serving. I like, that's one of my love languages is acts of service. And so from that perspective, it's like, I feel the world is telling me that I'm wrong for feeling that. And, and people are always like, you need to say more, but those are the things that, yeah, they stress me out. But at the end of the day, they're the things that I wanted to do because that's what fills my cup. That's where my heart is at. And so I think to come at it from your perspective, we absolutely have to look at what is it, who, when we strip away everything else, who is it that we want to be? Yeah. And, and then we have to start being diligent and intentional about what we start to fill ourselves up with so that it aligns with that, that image of who we have of ourselves. And so if, if, sorry, go ahead. Oh, so I was just going to say, I, I, I think that definitely goes around with like, with your, your values that you're talking mm-hmm. about and makes me think about, okay, like, 
if I'm choosing activities to do in that day, is it going to fill my bucket in other ways of like, is this going to be something I enjoy or service? But at the same time, like, is this going to mean the most to me where I'm spending my time? Did I spend that quality time with my kids? Did I, you know, mm-hmm. do this and maybe making jam isn't going to be something that's going to, you know, even though it's like, oh, that sounds like a fun idea. That's something I could say no to because. Mm-hmm like it's not necessarily one of my values, right? It's just something like an idea that comes up. that's like, oh my gosh, like let's just can like a bunch of things and take three days to do it and be angry at everybody at the same time because (laughs) I'm so overwhelmed and overstimulated from like just starting a humongous project. But that doesn't really align with my values. And so I think, I think you're totally hitting it on the head. Like what fills our bucket as well as other people's bucket and has a true deep value and priority. And those are the things we need to focus on that would help us not be as overwhelmed because we know we're doing something important. Right. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. So I, I want to ask you what your thoughts are about like, what would it look like and feel like to show up as like the woman and mom you want to be? that without overwhelm constantly, right. We might feel it every once in a while, but like, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to hear your thoughts about that, about what that might look like for somebody. I think it comes down to you're able to show up proactively. So instead of the hustle, whenever something catches you off guard, you kind of have you have a game plan set. And so, so those small things don't knock you off your feet. Like they, they do when you're in a state of overwhelm. Um, so you're just, you feel more prepared to handle the things that life as a mom throws your way. Um, you're able and want to be present. However, present looks for, for you, um, that quality time with your family or, um, just whatever that looks like for you. Um, and sorry, I had another thought that has strayed. Um, (laughs) but I, I, I think you're, you're totally right on of like, what, what do you actually want? Like, who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. And right. So who do you want to be? And, and that will mean like in the day to day, you're less, you, you're, you are able to maintain your regulation, right? You're so that you're not having those angry outbursts. You're finding the pockets of joy in your day because you're able to, to, to clearly see them instead of mentally calculating what all still has to be done or count watching the clock because, oh, you've got X amount of time for this. And and then you have to move on whether you want to or not. Um, And just really your home starts to feel more of that safe haven instead of that, like you, you have to escape from it because you're just drowning in it. it. It really starts to, change every aspect of your life really yeah no for sure and I'm just like thinking about you know going through my own home and wondering okay 
is my home really my safe haven and (laughs) how being able to chill and Mm -hmm. relax and enjoy the moment is a skill set. If you Mm -hmm. think about it, it really is something that, I mean, have you found that? Is it like, it's, it's something that takes practice. It is. And especially for stay at home moms, you know, I think a lot of us feel this pressure to have a magazine ready home that doesn't look lived in, that has no clutter, this minimal aesthetic with white everywhere. And the, the reality of it is, at least for me, that's not attainable. I have two tornadoes. My youngest isn't old enough to be a tornado yet. <laughs> and, and so I have spent so much of my, my motherhood being irritated because they're enjoying their home by messing it up. Right. I mean, that's for toddlers. That's basically what it amounts to all the toys everywhere. They don't know all of the habits and that's what we're supposed to teach them, but finding the pause and, and I've really been practicing this and just accepting, okay, my house is not going to be that magazine quality. It's not going to be there for a lot of years to come. And I'm going to be okay with that. And here are the things that I have to keep clean so that it's not dirty. It's just messy. And if people come into my home and they don't like seeing that their toys are all over or maybe, you know, whatever the little mess is, if they have a problem with that, then that's unfortunate for them. But my kids live here and this is their home. And so really working on changing that mindset to be more accepting of where they're at, even though it really goes against what I want it to look like. Yeah. And I think you do really just have to, when you have younger kids, especially Mm -hmm. you do have to let go of that high expectation of like a really clean house all the time. Like I literally just had to give up my living room because that's literally the only room the kids have to play in. And so it, you know, that has become the playroom and that's where they play. And that's where, and so when people come over, we sit at the kitchen table now (laughs) because it's like, this is my space now, I guess, because, you know, and it, it, I found a lot more peace in that because you're right. It's just, you have to accept, you have to let it go. Um, And I love purging. I will just say that much. Getting rid of stuff is so much fun. It helps a ton with that kind of stuff, but yeah, no, for sure. And again, that goes like ties back into the expectations that we have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when we don't have such high expectations, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we want to, we want to shoot for the stars, whatever. Right. But, (laughs) but at the same time, like also having that grace, like you brought in the beginning that. I'm a mom. Things aren't going to flow perfectly. I might've been up all night. I'm not going to have as much energy as I had three days ago when I was really productive again, like, and just kind of just taking each day by going with the flow. Exactly. And that has been one of my personal biggest challenges is because I'm very much a planner. I like things, you know, certain way. And 
so the last five years, I've really had to adjust and, and become okay with going with the flow. And that's with his current job, that's becoming even more imperative. And, and I am resisting hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think that just any type of disruption of a normal routine for any person, even if they might not think they have a routine or not, they do, <laughs> you know, they get up in the morning, they eat breakfast, they, whatever, but the disruption of routine is I think challenging for anyone that, you know, on different levels. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, the reason why I'm, I'm saying that is I have a friend that world schools, so her and her family travel all over the world. And that's something that I want to do with my family. And I'm trying to work mm-hmm. up towards. And she told me, she said, Oh, the first the first couple of days of every single trip suck. And we mm-hmm. have so many emotions that come up and, and it's just not a fun experience at, at the beginning because it's disrupting so much of our like natural abilities. And I think that that's human tendencies. I mean, don't you think that we all like, we like to be comfortable and in our routine? Exactly. We all have them. And some look the same as others, but some of them are, you know, really specific to who we are and you have to sort of lean into that and, and stop fighting it because the world is telling you that your, your routines or, or that sort of basic makeup of who you are is, is wrong. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, yeah. And, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is that like, if you're feeling like, why am I so upset? Why, (laughs) why am I struggling so much with all these different things changing? You're totally normal, right? Like it's totally normal for us to feel that. And you're not alone. Like, you know, we're all not alone in that. So, yeah. So, uh, I, can you tell us just briefly what you're going to talk about in mom training? We are so excited to have her teach about some tips on how to overcome, uh, overwhelm, but could you just give us like a brief overview of what you're going to teach, uh, next week? Yeah. So now that we have sort of talked about what that overwhelm looks like and, and how it impacts, I'm really excited to talk about, okay, so what do we do? How, how do we overcome that? Um, and really there are three, um, pillars, if you will, um, that I have found to be so helpful and that is an acceptance mindset. And we, that we touched a lot on that tonight or on this podcast, um, is just really starting to embrace and accept what your reality is. Um, the second is creating pocket systems instead of, you know, fitting in what you can, when you can in an organized process frees up so much pressure. Um, and then taking supportive action and, and what does that look like? And that's resetting your expectations so that they're more realistic from delegating, um, chores and other household management tasks to your kids and to your spouse, um, asking for help, whatever those supportive actions 
um, are that would benefit you. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm, I'm really excited to like, this is like, I love, I love talking about stuff like this because I think taking care of our emotional mental health is something that's not talked enough about as mothers and <laughs> learning how to overcome overwhelm is such a huge piece of being able to manage our own nervous system and our own bodies. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I I'm really excited. So ladies, um, you want to be in mom training in two weeks or in uh, next week, I should say <laughs> on the 13th, this is going to be an amazing session that you definitely want to be in on. So if you have not signed up for mom training, have not joined us in mom training before you can go to dianaballer.com and you can find ways to sign up for mom training there. Uh, and we, we would love to have you join us, get in there before this session. There is a replay, but it is always better to be there live if you can, because you can ask questions and the energy is hot and it's a wonderful thing. So Corey, thank you so much for, you know, talking with us tonight and sharing your wisdom with us. We've really appreciated learning from you. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed being here. Yeah. And I'm really excited for your session. So, uh, ladies, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll see you next Tuesday on the mom training podcast.